Hey everyone, welcome to the Accounting Firm Podcast. Are you struggling to grow your accounting firm? Not anymore. This is where you get actual insights every week into how to scale your firm. Each week, we will spend 15 minutes interviewing actual accounting firm owners, just like you, so you can learn how they overcame the biggest challenges that you will face when growing your firm. Let's get started. Hey everybody, today we're talking to David Lechter about a very popular topic, marketing. I'm really excited to talk about this today because I think this is something a lot of accounting firms struggle with. And David has been very successful with this at his firm. David is the owner of Lecter Accounting Services. They've been in business for 11 years, manage a team of seven, and currently serve over 350 clients. David, it's great to have you on the show today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Great to be here. No problem. Really excited to talk about this topic. But before we do, I'd love for you to just start by telling us a little bit about your firm, what you do, and what you're all about. Yeah, so uh, we've been in business for about 11 years. And, um, you know, uh, my firm was pretty small, still is pretty small, but uh, we started really small. We've been, we were small for about seven or eight years. And then the past couple of years, I've really grown it out and picked up some staff members that are really solid and um, and have really been able to develop the firm, uh, you know, to, to really become the type of firm that I want it to be. That's great. Thank you for that introduction. So I'm really excited to talk about this topic with you today, marketing, because I think it's where a lot of firms struggle to be successful. You know, when I've talked to a lot of firms, most of their new business comes from referrals, which you guys have done well generating referrals, but you've also been able to expedite your growth by really tapping into some other channels, which we'll talk about here. But before we jump into how your firm has really marketed itself and what channels you use, I'd love to talk a little bit about why I think you've also been successful in these marketing campaigns. And that's because you've really niched down and chosen an industry to focus on. So if you wouldn't mind, tell us a little bit about the niche you chose and kind of how and why you chose it. Yeah, so um, a short while ago, we, we started niching in uh, mental health practices and therapy-related businesses. So uh, those, are, those are very interrelated. So we felt like uh, those would kind of complement each other. And <clears throat> we really kind of fell into it, actually, because I, like I said, I had a, I had a firm for a whole number of years, and we were servicing really all types of industries, you know, under the sun. And at some point, I really just kind of uh, really wanted to whittle down what I wanted to do, who I wanted to service, and mm-hmm. how I wanted to service them. And I basically just, you know, just did like a very basic spreadsheet as to what my clients are like and what industries they're in. And I found there were a number of industries that we were we were really doing well with. And I asked my staff, I said, like, you know, what, what really excites you? Like what makes you come to, to work and want to do things? And, you know, they gave me, they gave me a couple pointers and I kind of took their feedback and I decided, you know, I think that based on what they wanted, Mm -hmm. um, I think that this is a really good fit for us. And we just kind of went with it and it's really worked out well. Was there like a specific reason they liked like the specific markets they chose, like what characteristics made them really choose those markets? Yeah. So I think that, I think that it's really like a personality thing, you know, like sometimes you have like staff that are 
really into like high tech IT type of things. Well, if that's the case, then like IT would be like a really good um, service industry for you, right? Um, and and some people really like the the legal department, and so you know there are a lot of firms that do just legal. Uh, for us, like they really like the personality of the mental health businesses. Like these are very very uh, very calm, very easy to work with. Um, <clears throat> and just very kind people. And my staff are like very, very sweet. You know, like I have a staff of mm -hmm. a lot of like working mothers who don't want like extra stress and they just wanna be able to come in and do their work and service the client and makes the client feel good and get good feedback. And we just thought like, this is, this is a really good fit for us and our staff. And I really care about my staff. So like, for me, it was really just about like, you know, what could we do to make your lives easier? And so this was a great fit for us. That's great. You've been able to find a niche that not only has worked well for your business, but also keeps your staff happy. And maybe, yeah. you know, you don't have to deal with a lot of pain in the butt clients. <laughs> I think that's a, that's totally. a thing a lot of firms hate about working with some of their clients. You know, it can be a struggle totally. sometimes. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. So um, uh, one thing I want to dig deeper here about the niche is, you know, a lot of firms are nervous to do this, you know, it's scary sometimes to think to shut off a big segment of the market and really only focus on one segment because you may be turning away business, right? Or, you know, you may be giving up, a, you know, a bigger piece of the pie. So why do you think it's important to niche down? So I, I think that there are, there are a number of advantages to, to niching down. Um, you can really grow an expertise in a certain industry if you're niching where you really can't do it if you're doing a whole lot of things. I mean, there are, so, there are like endless tax laws and we, we do accounting and, and, you know, and bookkeeping and tax and like, you know, the tax laws are endless and the, the number of deductions and credits that are available to all different types of service industries are, you know, are, are endless. So it, it, becomes, it becomes a situation where you have to know everything and you have to be everything to everybody. And it really, it's essentially impossible to do and sustain and ultimately you get, um, you, get, you get kind of sour clients who are like, why didn't you pick up on this? And hey, you know, I'm in this forum or this Facebook group and they're talking about this credit and I don't see it on my return. And, and, and so when you niche, you really can, you can specialize and you can learn everything there is to know about that industry. And not just about the tax and accounting laws, but you can you can really learn about the different things that will help that industry, that service group that you are niching to really grow. So, you know, if, if uh, you know, we're doing mental health, so like we have a whole number of like medical billing uh, companies that we, that we know and that we work with. And so if we get clients that say, hey, you know, I'm not happy with my billing company, we can totally like refer them to different places and different people depending on the personalities and we know our clients so well that we can really you know match them up um, with exactly what they're looking for so I think that really gives you an edge yeah I have to agree with that and you know we we see that in ourselves because you know being financials we focus specifically on accounting firms right we could yeah. target lawyers or other similar markets but I truly believe that the better you can understand your customer or your ideal customer, the problems they have, and really just even speak their language and where they digest information, the better you can serve them. And the better you can serve them, the better, the faster your business will grow. They will refer people. You can understand, you know, where they spend time. You understand how to market to them. 
and just be more successful in all aspects of your business. Absolutely. I totally agree. And even to the point of, you know, positioning yourself as a specialist or an expert, you know, for, uh, as an analogy, you know, let's say, uh, you know, you're having heart issues. Would you prefer to go see a general doctor or a heart specialist and pay a premium right. for that? So That's by right. really positioning yourself as an expert, you really differentiate yourself from other firms or other options in the market. Yeah, absolutely. That's a, it's a really good point that you made there about the pricing. Um, you can really, you can, you can really charge a premium, like you said, because, because you're the expert in that field. And even if you don't think yourself as an expert or any more an expert than any, than, than the next guy who's servicing everybody, you are the perceived expert. And so that, that goes a really long way and clients are going to come to you. And I mean, it's amazing the types of like the clients that I'm getting. I just got last week, somebody from Florida found me, you know, we're based in Maryland. We, we, we work with companies across the U.S., but but we found we were found by a company in Florida that does mental health, and um, it's just you know they're just kind of googling around and finding you. And once they found you, and they know that you're like the you are the mental health accounting expert, whatever that means to them. So that means you're they're sold. They're sold even before they come to you. Yeah, I countless times and many different other markets, I picked an option just because I felt like they were a specialist. They understood me. I mean, the language on their websites just kind of spoke to me better because it was tailored to me. Um, and it really does sell itself. Absolutely. So uh, thanks for going into detail on that. I think that was uh, very insightful. So let's talk a little, a little bit about some of the marketing channels you use. You guys have had a lot of success with marketing with marketing. So what are some of these channels that you have been successful in? Yeah. So we've, we've tried a whole bunch of different things. We've done um, paid, uh, paid advertising. We've used PPC. Um, we've, we've done some uh, email marketing that we've been pretty successful with in targeting our niche. Um, I think it's really important to expand your network as much as possible. So getting on LinkedIn and using all of those resources. Um, if you're big on Facebook, getting on Facebook and just just increasing, expanding, um, expanding your network is really, really important. And the more people see you, the more they're going to trust you. So I think getting on these types of channels are really important. I think blogging is really big. Um, and a lot of these things are really like a long game, you know, like you're not necessarily going to see results right away, which is why a lot of people don't like to go these channels. They don't like to niche because niching in, in, uh, in many respects is a long game mm -hmm. and it does pay, it does pay off for sure. But because people like the, the quick turnaround, you know, they want to see, um, they want to see a, a return on investment if they're putting in money. They want to see results right away. And if they don't see it, then they're just, you know, they're jumping ship. So for a lot of people, it's very scary to do it. And it is a long game. But at the end of the day, uh, there's a lot of satisfaction that comes from it. And the results do show. Oh, that's, uh, that's a really good point. So with a lot of these being a long-term focus, um, do you have a way to measure like short term, if a campaign is being successful, or is it more of you just have to trust in the process that it will work out long term? Yeah, I think you really do need to trust in the process. I mean, there are, this is these are tried and true um, uh, venues. You know, LinkedIn is is known 
Um, and people that really work LinkedIn have been very successful. Blogging is really, um, is, blogging is really big. Um, I belong to a forum um, called Future Firm. I'm sure you know Ryan Lozanis. Mm -hmm. And he's really, really big on blogging. And, um, and he's, been, he's been enormously successful with that. So I, like, I know this stuff works. Um, I send out a monthly newsletter to my clients and to my prospects, and that generates, um, that generates a, lot of, a lot of good feedback and, um, and eventually a lot of clients. So I know this stuff works. It's just a matter of just pressing and just continuing to believe in the process, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. So do you do all this yourself or do you work with an agency? Yeah, so I used to work with an agency back when I was doing a lot of the tax work. Um, but I've since hired uh, a number of staff that uh, that do that handle the accounting and the tax end of things. And so really, I've been dedicating myself to the marketing almost entirely. I mean, I probably put 75 to 85 percent of my time into the marketing. So um, I try to put as much sweat as I can into it and save my marketing dollar. But it's really it's entirely up to you and how you want to do it and how you want to run your firm. If you're a big accounting or tax guy, mm -hmm. you want to be involved in that. You can do that. But I, I really like the developing and the, the marketing end of things. So I really try to just put in as much effort on my own part as I can. Do you recommend people going the route you took where, you know, you start off hiring an agency, they lay the foundation and then as you can move into that role, you would take that over. Would you start that way over again? Or would you prefer you just started it from scratch? That's a good question. And I think it really depend, depends on how much you're willing to spend, what your marketing budget is like. And I think everybody has to have a marketing budget. You know, it's just everybody's different. And, you know, some of these things are really expensive. I mean, PPC can really run up there. And, um, and a, lot of these, a lot of these marketing agencies that are gonna do a lot of the work that you can do on your own, they're <laughs> gonna charge you a lot of money to do it. So it's just a matter of how much you're willing to put in. But, um, but that's, that's definitely a way to go. You know, it's definitely a way to go if you wanna, uh, if you wanna increase uh, your revenues and you wanna do it more immediately, that's a way to go. But um, you have to know who you're working with because not all of them are, um, are legit and, um, and they just might soak up your money and, and uh, with, with very little results. Yeah. So you have to really know who you're going with. Okay, no, definitely. That, that makes a lot of sense. So why, uh, just really uh, round off this topic, uh, why do you feel like you've been successful here where, you know, maybe a lot of firms have struggled with this? Do you think it's other than like just niching down? Is there anything else that you think that's allowed you to be successful with this? Um, I think it's I think it's a lot of like stick to itiveness, you know, like um, again, like we live in, we, we live in a society that's like very into like the quick results and and you just have to kind of believe the process. Um, I, I've also had the advantage of I, I did have a firm for a number of years. And, um, you know, and I was really, I was, I was able to, to rack up a lot of clients that I, that I still have um, from all different industries. And so I kind of had that as a quote unquote fallback, you know, so like, it wasn't like I was starting my firm with a niche and I was going, you know, all in and, mm -hmm. and it was like, make it or break it, you know, like I do have that fallback and I have great clients that really trust us. And, and so I felt like I did have that fallback. So if anything went wrong, I could, I could ditch it and just go, but I, but I decided I was going to go with it and it's, it's been an adventure, but a positive one. Yeah. So you just got to stick to it, be consistent for the long haul. Totally. Yeah. Totally. <clears throat> Great. Well, um, so before we jump into the quick, uh, uh, 
five, five fire questions. Do you have any tips for people that are trying to start any of these initiatives today? Anything you'd like to, to say to them that may be helpful? So, um, like I said, I think that um, I think that a lot of these uh, marketing channels that you can do on your own, you should totally do them. You know, if you belong to a Facebook uh, Facebook group or if you're big on Facebook, you should definitely, um, you know, just start getting active on Facebook, liking other people that you might want to uh, niche in. You know, if you find an industry that you really like, then just go to that industry and just like them. You know, and just comment on um, on their comments. Um, same thing with LinkedIn, make yourself really active with those, those channels blogging. I think you should blog at least once a month. Yeah. Uh, blogging is really important and it's one of those things. It's also really a long game, but it does help. It helps with SEO, with your, with your website. And it really makes you, makes you known. And I think you should have a monthly newsletter that really gives content. I think content is really important and very underrated. People do not want to know about your firm and what you're doing and how you can help them. They're sick of that stuff. They don't want advertising. They want content. So if you're going to be talking, if you want to talk to them about, you know, Biden just passed a, uh, a $1.2 trillion package. So you should tell them, this is what you need to know about this and how it affects you and what you can do about it. Bang, bang, bang. So you should really just lay it out, give them content that they're really going to, to soak up, that they're really going to read and they're going to want to know about, and then they'll follow you. And when they follow you, eventually they'll become a client. Yeah. You know, I, I spend a lot of time on this topic and when it comes to content, it's, it's gotta be good content. And something I heard recently, like ranking in Google is, is important and getting that SEO, but someone was told me, tell me you want to create content that could carry itself. If Google didn't exist, that's so good. People yeah. will tell other people about it and they just find so much value. It just, it sells, it, it sells itself in, that's that's keys great content i have to agree with that huge that's huge yeah so let's jump into the five quick fire questions uh so if, if you could go back in time when starting your firm what single piece of advice would you give yourself um i think be patient you know the results will come if you put in the sweat then the then the results will come and i think you just need to be patient and trust yourself trust the process and everything that you're doing. And as long as you're putting in the efforts, the results will come. Okay. What traits do you think are important to be a successful firm owner? Um, I think you need to have, like I said, stick-to-itiveness is really important. I think you need to be kind to your staff. Your staff is like the most important thing. That is your biggest asset. It doesn't matter how big your clients are and how much they're paying you. You could afford to lose a client or two, but you cannot afford to lose really good staff. So staff is really, really important. Especially in today's job market. It's so totally. hard to find talent. Totally. What software tool can you not live without? So I think every business owner, um, firm owner has to have a really good workflow. And uh, that's from an organizational standpoint. And from a marketing standpoint, you have to have some kind of um, CRM. We were using two different systems that didn't work. They were very buggy and they were just um, not working for our firm as we were growing. And then we switched to FC, to Financial Sense. You guys have been really good. And we use Financial Sense for workflow and we use them for, uh, for a CRM. And um, from a marketing perspective, it really helps to have that. And from a workflow perspective, we're so much more efficient because we have that. 
Well, I'd love to connect with you sometime to hear about how you guys are using it as a CRM. We get a lot of questions about that. And I don't know if we figured out a good way to do it yet, but you may have. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what is your favorite accounting resource? Blog, book, group, uh, forum, could be anything. Yeah. So like I said, I was mentioning Ryan Lozanis, a little plug for Ryan. Uh, he probably deserves it. Um, so his, his firm, his platform is called Future Firm Accelerate. Anybody who's uh, in this industry, accounting, tax, bookkeeping, anything like that should really look into that. Ryan Lozanis has been really, really good. And he's like a really big content guy. Like he's got stuff all over the internet. His stuff is really, really informative, really super helpful. And he really does a great job of keeping himself on the back burner. Like he doesn't even mention sometimes himself and he's just throwing content out there. And he's like the premier example of how to do it. You just put out content and eventually people will follow. And when they follow, they'll become a client. And I've been a client for months and he's, he's really great. Perfect. And then do you have anything that you're working on right now that you'd like to promote or talk about? Yeah. So we, we just really became a fully cloud-based business and, um, and that's really helped us to, uh, to expand, expand our network and to look outside of Maryland because we're based in Baltimore. That's our brick and mortar, but now we're really able to really expand. So we're really, um, we're really excited about that. And, um, you know, if anybody has pointers on different apps that we can use or things that we can look into, I'd be uh, happy to talk to them. Okay, great. Well, David, thank you for joining us. I think the listeners are going to love this topic. It was very insightful um, and we really appreciate the time. Sure. Thanks for having me. Thanks everyone for listening in. If you enjoyed this podcast, please go write a review. This will help other firms just like you find our podcast so they can get insights into how to grow their firm. See you next week.